Hello. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast, our usual Thursday night window, but a little later and then a little later after that. We apologize for that, but we are live on the on YouTube as we are every Thursday night and you can listen to this and our previous editions of the podcast on iTunes and at Google Play, but you can always always catch us live on YouTube every Thursday night, uh, roughly around 9.30 uh, Central, 7.30 Pacific, uh, 10.30 on the East Coast, and uh, also... Uh, when there's a special special nights, we usually have a different uh, timetable, but we are on live now, and we're on this late because we are uh, on after the uh, Liga Mekis uh, first leg final between uh, Tigres and Monterrey, which uh, which ended in a one one draw, uh, two first half goals by both teams, and then uh, some chances that weren't uh, fully capitalized upon in the second half. So, to no one's surprise, they'll have it all to play for uh, coming up. Uh, Saturday or Sunday, rather, uh, Sunday night at 6 p.m. over in the uh, in the Estadio BBVA Vancomer, we call it Tamalera, in Monterrey, uh, to uh, <coughs> see who uh, who is uh, who is Mas Macho there in uh, in uh, Regioland. My name is John Jagu. Glad you guys could join us. I really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to us uh, here live, and of course, also on the podcast. I have a, a full cast of characters with us this evening. Uh, we're going to start, uh, uh, as we always do out west, uh, this time in uh, in Escondido, California, with uh, with Daniel Preciado, who joins us from Escondido. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, John. Uh, how's it going? Good evening, boys. Glad to have you with us, Dan. All my pleasure, man. Dan, you're uh, you're was, your favorite. Was... Go ahead. I was going to say, I started watching that match, and I was... Uh... Getting ready to, I was, I got angry. I got angry the way it started. I, um, I didn't realize how, how uh, much I was rooting against Rayados. Was it, was it a slap your mama kind of angry or, or was it, uh, you didn't like throw your fist through a wall like Romanica loses? But no, it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I didn't stab anything or anyone or kick any animals. Right. Uh, just, it was just more of a like. You, you didn't send your, your wife's chihuahua over the fence. No, actually, you know, I'm going to claim ownership now. Of the, of the Chihuahua? Yeah, we, we love each other. Okay. I didn't realize you all had a Chihuahua. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we recently adopted one. She's she's 10 years old. She's about 30 pounds. They are she's the like meanest a, dogs on the planet. Oh, no, she's a sweetheart, man. She's, she, 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 well, that's good. She, she's like an overstuffed sausage, man. She can't move much. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're glad that you guys have made amends. So, Welcome uh, to Dog Talk, the guy makes Cantina Cantina Dog Talk. Right. Over in uh, over in, in South Los Angeles, we have with us uh, a man who uh, got some either good news or bad news today. I'm not sure how he'll take it. Of course, talking it's, about it's a, Senes, bit of both, it's a bit, bit of, of both. both. Yeah. Yes. Well, for. Fierro, I've been a Fierro believer now for years. Um, right. You have been paying the iron some, price since the, uh, since the 2011 uh, the U-17 World Cup. I made some comments that might seem disparaging to El Hermoso. I claim that I claim that um, that Fierro has a potential to, to be another Oribe. Right. And, and then that season, this past season, he just took a dump. <laughs> Who did? Who did? Uh, Fierro. Fierro. Okay. You know, it, it was a perfect season for him to 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 stand out, to be a standout player. 
uh, given Chivas' circumstances, you know. Right. I wasn't expecting him to guide them to the Liguilla, but I thought this, this is your moment now because there's a lot of um, injuries and all, all that stuff. And uh, So he has a fresh new start, no. Azul, which we'll, we'll jump into a little bit. No, no, not a fresh start. Exactly. A last well, chance. Is it a fresh start or a last chance? No, it's it'll be last. Right. It'll be last. Yeah, I was surprised they bought him. Especially for three million. Now you see, I, I actually I put the I put the blame squarely on you, Joel, because after oh. after the, the Chivas won the championship, I suggested for you to celebrate to wear a a, a Carlos Fierro solidarity leather headband. You did. And you refused. You refused. You so I, I I you did. So uh, you know, I, normally I would play Vicente for you, but normally I would play Vicente for you, but because. Because of that, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and hit the Guadalajara, Guadalajara, the, the whitest black man in history. Net King Cole. <laughs> it's a oh, man. It's a it's a <laughs> so, well, it's good to have you with us, Joel. Yeah. Uh, uh, very quickly, your uh, your 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 instant thoughts of the uh, of the game tonight. Hey, it, it turned out to be a pretty even, hard-fought match. Uh, I have to wonder if if you know the weather played into into both teams, you know. Not yeah, well, it, will, it will not be like that on on, on Sunday. So, uh. yeah, it's a, it's a good game though. It's, uh, it, 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 and you know, it's one of those where it's like, it sucks for either team to lose. Right. Uh, Tigres lost the previous final to lose the second one. It's pretty harsh, and Monterrey lost one not too long ago, and they're just. You know, these two teams are trying to break into the the, the grandes, you know. We got to continue to having that to... investment. <laughs> With that investment and, and the double torneos, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if they What's eventually a, What surpassed. would it take, John? I'd say another 10 years. Because uh, that will give them hey. a good two decades of, of relative dominance. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, Tigres has been. I mean, if, if there's ever if there's been a dominant team in this in this particular decade, you would have to say it would be Tigres, just because they've played in, uh, in in quite a few finals. And ever since Tuca got there, it was after uh, in 2009. Yeah. So he's been there for eight years. So, I mean, this really has been. But you pointed out last week, Joel, that uh, that that that. That that Duca should probably have won a few more championships than than than, than he has, and and and, and you're I right. I did, I did. But but you know what? Also going on Duca, with that. Duca was not happy know. with you though. You stand on my body and say, "Qué carajo tengo que hacer?" No, I also think it's very important for the Monterrey teams uh, to maintain their, you know, FEMSA and uh, Cemex. If those two companies pull out, yeah, Valio Wilson, they're, they're not getting that type of money. But let's be honest. I mean, it's not as if this is a a new trend that the Monterrey teams spending a, a boatload of money no, bring players no. in. I mean, they've been doing this for, I mean, as yeah, long as I can. Remember. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is, I mean, for, for people to think that this is like, oh, you know, this is how it's going to be. You know, that's how it's always been. They've just, for whatever reason, you know, both teams are, you know, up until very recently, have been perennial underachievers. Uh, because of the fact that they do bring in just and, and they spend just gobs and gobs of money, and they have outstanding both teams have outstanding fan support, uh, as good as it gets, really almost anywhere in the world. And you know, up until 
you know, this decade, they really hadn't had much to show. I mean, Tigres, uh, Tuca won the title in, in 2011 when they beat, sorry, Dan, but they beat Santos. And it was the first one they'd won in 30 years. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, this is something <laughs> that uh, that was very good. But uh, before we go on, we do have uh, one last panelist that we have to introduce, and I don't want to make him feel bad for waiting. But, uh, of course, uh, this man needs no introduction, but but gets one anyway. But you know, I thought that maybe we should probably introduce him with a little something more more appropriate with with how his things ended for his for his club and the and the Nagini. Of course, we're talking about uh, Ronnie Daruna, who joins us from Philadelphia. Ron, how are you? How are you doing, John? How are you doing, guys? Oh, good. We got your hump fixed. Uh, good to have you. Now, Ron. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Ron had some audio issues, so that we're we're glad that uh, we got those uh, scared away. You're you're a, you're a historian of the league as a, a, probably the preeminent historian. Although, well, rumor has it, Ron, that there's that there's a, there's a West Coast uh, Citadel being being stocked. We'll have to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, I know you weren't with us last week, Ron. But uh, I mean, as far as I can remember, you know, Tigres and, and Monterrey have both always been teams that have spent very well, and they really haven't had that much to show for it historically. Now, obviously, you know, in recent times it's been different. But but you know. Up and you know from the seventies, eighties, nineties, even uh, you know you know even in the last uh, the last decade, it really hadn't been very fruitful. All the money that they'd spent. I've I've been saying that for the longest time. I've, you know, uh, before before you know before uh, that what's the name Grupo, you know the, the, the uh, Semex. Yes, yeah. Yeah, oh. Before they came into the picture, I mean these guys were getting funded from the university. So I mean they these guys these teams right. have always been backed somehow some way. With money from the universities, so uh, and and tech is a private university. Exactly, it's, uh, it's, it's not public like. Uh, yeah, so like yeah, I mean, you, you you've had these you know patronatos, you know these investor groups and stuff like that. So they've they've always, uh, you know, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was that Claudio Claudio Nunez that, that, that who played for for Tigres as well. I mean, he he used to say, I mean, that you know. The teams in Monterrey were paying more than than, than Cruz Azul, and right? I mean, I mean, so I mean, it's and obviously, I mean, they obviously, you know, Tigres had success in the in the late seventies, in the late seventies, early eighties, and stuff like that. They won. And that's where they won their first couple of championships. Was yeah, uh, yeah. seventy nine and eighty two, and it was and it was essentially with the same team. So I mean, there was a team that were that played together and were very dominant for for a very long time. And I, and I know that you guys. I mean, I mean, Tomas Boy to me is as as good as it gets for Mexican midfielders, you know, for all time, and he was the the heart and soul of that team. But, but, uh, yeah. go ahead. And, and in fact, you know, it's funny because you know, Joel, he 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 always rags on America's Pro de 85. You know, oh no, no. Monterrey has one too. So I'm on the Nora Penal for the America. No, what I'm saying is, you're always ragging on America for winning the Pro the 85 <laughs> tournament. But keep in mind, keep in mind, uh, Monterrey got the Monterrey won the 86. Uh, yeah, Mexico 86. Yeah, tournament too. So I mean, that was their first. Uh, that was their first uh, title too. You know. Yeah, that is a, that is pretty weak sauce. Though. Pretty weak sauce to, to to claim that as your as your first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because in, in addition to it being a, a shortened tournament, none of the seleccionados play. I mean, because they were on tour, they they toured for a year. They were gone. But, but the league has been handing out tornells like there's, like it's candy, man. We need to go back to the full season. I think teams have had enough time to play catch up. 
you know, it's, I'm not knocking, you know, I'm not knocking, you know, Pachuca or Santos and them for winning titles, you know, you know, the, the bulk of their stuff, you know, in the short season, but I'm just, I'm still, you know, convinced. And, and John and I, we were talking about this in the, in the private chats is that, uh, like, cause I, I think I mentioned it because in the telecast, I watched, I was watching the Facebook, uh, telecast in English. And, uh, who was it? Ramses or, or Barry, I forget who said it, but they, you know, they, they read, they, they insinuated that, that like the, the big four, like they have most of their titles, uh, prior to the nineties when it was easier. And I'm like, no, actually that's <laughs> on the contrary because back then, Mexico used to get better, better, uh, better foreigners. Because well, it wasn't just that. I mean, there were just there were so many more teams that were evenly matched back then, and because it was a longer season, you know, there was a much more pair. I mean, not not that they were all bad. I mean, they were all. I mean, they were all pretty good teams. I mean, that was. Uh, I mean, I, I could point to you know the big four, all of them being being particularly very strong for 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 an extended period back then too. But but one of the things that you and I were talking about, uh, uh, John, was that in there and it's and it's a key, you know, uh, thing was prior, you know, after after the '82 World Cup. I mean, that's really when you had the South Americans started going in in not droves, but they started going more towards overseas to Europe. You know, you know, so you know, back right. then you had a handful of elite, you know, South American players that were going, you know, to playing in Europe. So, so the ones that though, so the the foreigners that Mexico was getting, they, they were they were getting almost the cream of the crop. Yeah, I think right. the '86 Argentina, Argentina '86. I think um, they only had like what, like about between three and five players that were in Europe. Yeah, well, 82. even the even the Brazil '82 team uh, that was outstanding, I think, only had four players playing in playing in Europe at the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ron, I brought up Seco played almost his entire career in Brazil up up until. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of years in Italy, but then he he decided to to help uh, launch the J League in the in the late eighties. But yeah, I mean, but that would that would never happen now. And and then Iran, you know, the point that I wanted to bring up with what we're saying is that because of that fact uh, that, that Mexico was getting some outs. I mean, we got you know, Carlos Reynoso would have been, you know, if 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 if, if the eras would have been different, if, if it would have been you know how it is now, there's no way he would have gone to Guam. It just wouldn't happen. No, no, he would have he would have gone. He he would have gone. He would have been considered one of the elite players, and right. he would have gone to to to, to Europe. Yeah. And I'm not not to say that the, you know. I mean, obviously, we, we you know Mexican league now also gets international players that are like in 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 their prime and the stuff like that from like you know Colombia and Chile and stuff like that. But it's like you know the comment that you know Joel made. It's like you know not you know we there was more quality over qual, you know quantity. You know, it's like uh, in, in in the bulk. So that's why I didn't agree with that because. Of who goes to Europe, and we just—it just like seemed like they had better scouting as well, or better promoters. True, true. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think of a player like Gabinho who, uh, you know, has has you know still holds all the uh, the scoring records, and 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 you know he didn't even get a sniff with Brazil when when he was playing in Mexico, and it just makes me wonder, you know, if a guy like Gabinho comes out now. You know, there's, there's, just, there's just, there's no way he would again, especially to a team like Pumas. It just, it just would never have happened. It would never, it would, it would never happen now. So, I, I, to your point, I mean, I, I, I agree with you 100. I think it was much, much harder uh, for for the teams to do that. And I also think that there were just there were so many more quality teams too. I mean, the, the competition was a lot stiffer, a lot stiffer back then. I think. I think the and, now and there was and there was less money. Um, they have to be more careful when building a squad. Now they, they can't after six months build a whole new one. 
because there's more TV money floating around. But at one point, TV money was basically you got paid per game. So, yeah. So I mean, I I just think that it's. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to belittle, and I've always said, you know, although you know, and I, like I and I use Pachuca for an example. I'm glad that, you, that there's ownerships like Pachuca, you know, from a group of Pachuca and Jesus Martinez that that you know that have, that invest and, and keep on investing in, in the league and stuff like that. Because I mean, this guy, he, I mean, he went through two two uh, relegations in the '90s. I mean, he could have just said, you know what, you know, f this, I'm out. Because a lot of a lot of a lot of teams from you know from different cities and stuff like that. You know they've had investors and stuff like that. You know it, you know they they stick with the team two three years and then you know it doesn't for whatever reason they get relegated or it's just they're not making enough money and they call it quits. So I mean I, I'm I'm glad that you know we've had you know teams like Pachuca and, and even you know with Santos and and and, and Tigres with Sinergia, you know Semex and stuff like that. I'm glad you know it's not, it's not that I'm hating on them, but I I just. I also don't like it, you know, when it's like the flavor of the month, you know, it's, you know, because, but you like Tigres and Monterrey, they, like John said, they've been, you know, but what did you, you call them a perennial, uh, under achievers, under achievers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's true. And it's not a knock. It's just a fact. Yeah. I mean, I had a, a Chilean friend of mine when Suasa went to Monterrey, he was ecstatic. He said, wow, I'm going to get to go see him play. And I was like, dude. That's where good players go to die. You know, they just you know for, for years it had you know players that just you know you, you know, know they were just a bit, they, 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 they were the exception. I mean, there were some you know Guillafranco obviously did really well at Monterrey, but uh, you know I mean, but usually you know players just 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 fell apart when they went there and and you know and I understand. I mean, Monterrey is uh, I mean it, you know it, it, it's a party city. There's a, a lot of people that have you know ridiculous amounts of money there. I mean, they they they, they party well. And you know some players get caught up in that, uh, you know some just you know don't, try, you know, or whatever the reason is. But yeah, for the longest time it just. Uh, well, I have a question for you, so, gentlemen. I mean, oh, well, John, uh, one question, John. Now, yes. like, or I mean, yes. this goes to you know everybody, but but like you know if 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 Bam Bam Samorano, if Cuauhtémoc Blanco, you know if these guys don't win a championship with their team, they're not considered idols or icons, right? But when you go to teams like Pachuca or even Tigres or Monterrey, I mean, Claudio Nunez, they, they considered him, a, you know, an idol or, or even, even a <laughs> Chueco Gaitan. Right. Not, not to say, not saying they were good players. Bahia. But what did they really win? Yeah, Bahia from, from Monterrey. Right. It's like they didn't win anything. So, I mean, probably a quadrangular somewhere. <laughs> Probably so. The the, the Dallas Cup Copa or something. Lamone, yeah. <laughs> so, but that, that's that's like my point. That's the that's one of the points. That's one of the points that I was trying to make. You know, even on, on Twitter, is that it's like you know the, their their press, you know, their local press is more. They're more like cheerleaders and stuff like that. It's like they're fawning. So. So, but yeah. Anyways, let's. Uh, I watched the, uh, the the game. I was. I'm just surprised how you guys are getting snow and they're getting sleet. And up here uh, in Philly, it's not ha- it hasn't snowed yet. <laughs> yeah, we just got this weird uh, cold front came in today, and it was we have wildfires. Like I got a, I got a, I got a crazy <laughs> fire ten miles north of me. Which way is the wind blowing, Dan? West, away yeah, I'm, I'm toward, safe. toward uh toward Camp yeah. Pendleton, uh, Oceanside. So away from me. Oh, well, you, you're not uh, you're, you're not you're, you're not uh, commuting on the 405 and none of that, John. No. I have it. I'm cozy over here. But I have a question for you guys. 
What you, you got? Know, one thing that, well, one thing that we saw recently was basically we've seen the change in foreign foreign rules, the ten nine and the nine nine rule now, and that was a, you know, that was a big push from the Monterrey teams, and now they're pushing for no foreigner limit. That's, that's one of the things that they're kind of trying to pass. Um, and then the other yeah, but thing they have a no that, foreigner limit right now. I mean, but they want like no restrictions. Um, well, and like Basanta's a Mexican national citizenship. I mean, a lot of these they're, they're they're getting away with the whole, you know. Uh, yeah, but, Mexican- but my point is, is that they, they, I mean, the, the the roster can have as many foreigners as they want. They can only, they can only. You know, put ten on on the list. So I guess that that's where the restrictions. So you're saying, Joel, is no, that they don't want they don't want any restrictions at all. They could have eighteen yeah, like if they want, Paraguayos if, if they wanted, or no, or line or like like eleven. I mean, is that even possible right now? Can you can you start eleven foreigners? Arsenal when they last to? when they last won their uh, their EPL title two thousand four uh, fielded zero Englishmen when they won the title. Man, well. They- well, the Monterrey teams are pushing for that, and and so this is where my question is coming from because um, there's a, there's the two teams that I think between both of them have outspent the rest of the league. So, do you guys see the rest of the teams trying to catch up, or will they try to start imposing some type of restriction to to because that's the one thing that Liga MX has always try to have is like a level playing field parity. They they always I guess wanted that. So where where do you guys see this going? Because um you got Puebla who can't even pay their players though, right? Yeah but they're, but they're not gonna be able to hire Man, I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years. You you mother efforts haven't paid me at all. <laughs> and and uh I think it was Tom or uh, or John Arnold was uh tweeted about the uh about Man, these two Monterey teams having the the coaches for the longest tenure, I feel I feel bad for them because they put them at the kids' table today. <laughs> and then and then I mentioned about the money because they're the ones with all the money. Um, they are not the a, ones with all the money. Let's let, let, let let's make that, that perfectly spending, clear. They've been spending the most. Tigres and Monterrey have been spending. Yeah, the but most. that's but again, this this is nothing new. They're, I know, they're, but they're the teams that has, always spend the most. Who who else has spent? Chivas, and and maybe America. Just because they're known, but who else? Who else can even... can open the wallet when they want. Pachuca can open the wallet when they want. Pumas even can open the wallet when they want. Again, again this is this. Let's. I know that they've spent a lot of money now, and and, 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 that's, and that's a recent thing. And I get that, but I mean, again, this is. You know, we're not reinventing the wheel with with who these teams are. These the, the, they haven't transformed anything. That they've done this as long as I've been watching them. This is nothing uh, new. I don't think they've done it to this extent, though. Like back then, when when they had Gaitan. Tigres didn't really have anyone else other than him. They were a good team, but they didn't. Yeah, have but, 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 but they, they kept, they kept they spending. Kept, yeah, but they, they, it was it was all hit or miss for them. They would just keep. Well, let's spend. They just threw money at the next guy. Let's see if this guy works. Oh, it didn't work. Let's throw money at the next guy. That's that. That's all they ever do. That's all they ever do. I mean, they did it with Edu Vargas. They didn't even bring Edu Vargas in. Did they bring him in? And, and, and to me personally, I think I think he ruined the team chemistry. I think that because I think the Tigres plays a lot better with Sosa than they do with him. Chiki, do, do you remember Tigres back in like 99, 98? Dude, they had El Brody Campos. They had El, uh, Matador Suarez. Like this was a, like right after the World Cup, dude. I mean, these I mean, these guys were making millions, dude, back then. <laughs> you know, I mean, these 
they they've been they've been spending money, and the, and it's like that's like you know, I, I don't understand how people are like you know, or, or like maybe they're not they're forgetting or they don't know. But that, I mean, the information's out there. I mean, well, well, teams I have, think somebody at the time was probably spending more. Was America spending more? Who were, who was no. winning? Was probably spending more. But again, Chiquis, there there are plenty of teams in Liga Mekis that can match Tigres and Monterrey dollar for dollar. It's it's not. It's I mean. The, the, have they spent more than the other ones? Yes, they have. That, but that doesn't always. Uh, I mean, and and, and 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 history has proven this. Not just in soccer, not just in MX, but in every sport, that money don't buy you championships. There are times when it does, but it's it's it, 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 it's it's not one hundred percent foolproof. It's well, I just think not. Is another example of money buying championships. They they did well recently because of huge sp- uh, spending. Pulido. I mean, not big level international, but Pulido. Pizarro. Chivas, don't make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, but for right now, you know, both teams, uh, Diggs particularly, over the past uh, five or six years, uh, has been has, if there's if you're gonna you know label a team as a dominant team in the league, they have been a dominant team. I mean, this 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 is the third uh, Christmas. Or is it the fourth? It's the fourth, fourth Christmas in a row that that Tigres has, has, has played in a final, because they played against América and lost, and then they played against Pumas and should have lost, but they won, and then they played against América again and won, and then and then this one. So this is the fourth year that they that were where were, it, it, it's it's Christmas with Tigres in the final. Man, yeah. So let's not lose sight of that fact. I mean. And 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 they've been doing it by bringing. I mean, you know, Gignac didn't play. You know, he didn't come, but three years ago. So, and uh, the, I think uh, I read that uh, Tigres is like six consecutive games in the finals where they have not won. They've either tied. They've like four four draws and two and two uh, lo- <laughs> losses. You know. Yeah. Wow. That's that's where my Tuca criticism comes. E- exactly. Exactly. It's like you know. Uh, I mean. Duca was, they were one minute away from losing that final against America, you know? <laughs> and, and that's the, that's the reality. That's, that's the reality. No le voy a discutir con usted. I mean, America beat them in the final in 2000, what is it? 2013. 13. They also beat them in the final of the CONCACAF, you I know, mean, uh. Pumas, Pumas came within a post of. Of coming back to win 4-3. <laughs> in, in their so, so it's not like, you know, they're like, they're like, Beating you know people, you're know, beating the teams like you know with with, with burst without mercy, dude. It's I'm, yeah, hey. that's that's been my expectation, Ron. I, I was talking to to Yon about this the last podcast, saying how I mean they don't have to, but but just given the quality of players they have and some of the teams we've seen, like like the Tolucas, you know, that it's like. I feel Tigres should be doing that, just dismantling teams. Well, true. Sort of, and, they, they seem to do it every now and then, but, you know, we, we want to see more consistency there. One of the things that I think works in favor to, like, teams like Monterrey and Tigres is is that they're not facing the same pressure and 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 like and, and I know you like him, Dan. You know uh, Quinteros and stuff like that. And he did really, you know, he, he was a wonderful player at Santos. But <clears throat> with, with America, I, I I want him gone. I think he's 
been extremely inconsistent. But you know, Quinteros has even said that that it took him a while to get used to the pressure in the press, you know, playing in America, and I, and that goes, you know, and, you know, Chivas also has that type of pressure. Cruz Azul, obviously, Cruz Azul has it, you know, and stuff like that. It's like you know, Cruz Azul. You know, we, they made sure to give Cruz Azul the quinceañera. I mean, Cruz Azul got a quinceañera, you know, when they went 15 years without winning a title and stuff like that. I mean, did, did, did Rayados ever get a quinceañera? Did Tigres ever get a quinceañera? It's like, no, no one cared. Hey, man, this is, this, is, uh, this is snobbery, dude. It's not snobbery. This, 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 is, this, is like this is like the Chivas fans oh, on Twitter saying, I'm not even, saying they're not even watching the final. They're not that even was watching. one guy. That was one guy, Chiqui. No, I think a lot of fans, a lot of fans agree. They they don't care about the final. America snot looks down at like you know they're probably snoring instead of watching the final because it's yeah. It's, I, it's, I, but I think like, you you have the two teams with the best players. I mean, that's just saltiness, you know. You don't really like the league if that's if you're choosing not to watch this final, which is highly enjoyable. I'm, I'm watching it, you know. I'm you're watching watch. it. You're you're watching it, looking looking down on it, though, Ron. Ron, are you are you hate watching it? <laughs> yeah. Hate watching. <laughs> my my brother in law, my brother in law hate watches the Steelers. He was so I I love to hate watch them. <laughs> so it happens. Now we do uh, uh, want to get into the whole. Uh, well, by the way, who, who has who has the other Citadel? Because I am missing some books. <laughs> oh, I, don't know, I don't know who has it, but uh, but I do know the one is being the one is being formed. I, I, I don't know if I can disclose the location, but uh, I do I do know that one is being uh, that the, the, the collections are being amassed and and locations are being scouted. So, so yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how that uh, how how that uh, works out. But but but, but back to I, I it now. I did ask, one, but, but it, it didn't compare to Ron's. It's more like the Citadel at the wall, you know? It's a few books north of the wall. So, 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 so it's like a, like, a, like a Citadel glory hole. It's just, just, like, just like a little bit of a <laughs> glory hole. Oh, no. I don't like where this is going. Um, no, I, I, lost, I, lost, I, lost, I lost a lot of books. A lot of good magazines when I moved. Long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. Well... It's uh, uh, back to uh, back to American. Now, I, I did ask. There, there, there was there was some instant analysis uh, uh, done 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 here at the at the house in regard to what had happened. Club America, they suck. And uh, I think what, what what it boiled down to, and I know that they got that they they were wrong with the penalty, and I totally get that. But I mean, you're America. You you can overcome. You you you, you can overcome. If you can't overcome that, then why bother playing? You know what? Believe it or not, you know I'm I'm over it right now, and I'm kind of glad that they lost it in, in the sense that if they would have won, there's there's some problems dude, that, that need to be addressed in America. You know, and, and I think and there's a lot of players that need to be, you know, released from the from the roster. Well, it's time and, for Pioco to make the roster his own. I mean, he inherited a bunch of players. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that, and, and, and I for one, and I for one, I I, I want to see more. Like you know, when Piojo won in, in, in 2013, dude, he did it mostly with Mexicans. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and even, even though there weren't players that, you know, a lot of them weren't from the, from the, from the academy, they felt that, you know, they felt it, you know, they, they, they enjoyed being with the club and, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, I, I think, I think, you know, Piojo needs to get his players, um, and, and, uh, maybe it's time after, maybe it's time to, to look other ways and, you know, and, and, and get rid of uh, Peralta, get rid of, you know, Quinteros, uh, the other guy, what's his name? The Argentine guy, uh, forward, the guy. Cecilio? No, 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 no. I still have. Yeah, okay. Romero, Romero, Romero. But, Romero. So I think River Plate is offering four million for it. Just a million more take, than Fierro. Take <laughs> him. Take him. Take him. You know, I, I, I would, uh, Cecilio, the Paraguayan kid, honestly, Mm, I, I'd give him. I'd give him another year. I'd give him another year. I mean, the guy, the kid, does, he does have talent, but you know, um, but I don't know. It's just Pioko needs to 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 make make it his team. You know. Well, let's hope that he does, because I mean, like I said, it's uh, you know, you know, one, he's a good coach, and and two. Uh, you know, if he does get them to play, you know, the, the, the style that, the, that he wants them, you know, his, his vision of what they can do, then he has proven it, as you've pointed out, that, that, that he can have a lot of success there. And, you know, Piojo is the kind of guy to me that could, that could, uh, stay in America for, for a, a good 10 years, I think. Yeah, he could. He could stay there for a long time. I mean, uh, he, and, and you guys know this. I mean, I, I was actually very surprised. That they they even got to the semifinals, you know. Um, at, at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm thinking, mm, I don't know. You know, but, but they had, there was a really good sign for them, though, Ron, is is, is that yeah. they they, which is why I which is why I never thought that the goal that that penalty, yeah, it was it, it sucked, but I never thought it was big. It was that they were much better on the road than they ever were at home. So so to me that that the 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 the, the game that they played in Monterrey was 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 a major disappointment just because of the fact. Well, that that I, I knew that they could have done, and they did. They just like just laid down and died. It was kind of sad. To, to me, Not to really. me, one of the most frustrating things is that you, you have you have Peralta and you have Quinteros, got two players that have played together, going back from Santos, and, and that should know each other. And sometimes it seemed like those two players just could not connect for the life of them. You know, and it's like how how could that be? I mean, these guys have been playing together for like five, six, seven years. Maybe what needs to happen, Ron, is that maybe you need to go down and sit them both in a room and and, and just have a nice, nice, nice look. <laughs> find out what's going on. You know, if, if, did, did something happen between them? But I think you, you even uh, or you make the comment or or whatever. But you think that Oribe took he, uh, his uh, no, 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 last Carlos Quinto in the locker room and didn't tell he, him, and he found he, out. And, I mean, Quintero loses so much. Uh, like he would lose the ball so much. Well, like, he made some some passes. I think it was in his pass like, that, that went nowhere. It's like it's Yeah, and yeah, no, I don't blame you for wanting to get rid of Darwin. I think he had a decent enough first half of the season, but in, in, in the semifinals, he really came up short. Would uh, Would Santos take him back, Dan? In a heartbeat, I take him back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, the it's pretty bare, man. Like we don't have. We, I mean, he he would add a, a ton of depth. Uh, to to the position, he he'd be a uh, he'd be a no brainer. Now I don't know if uh, the team would be willing to shell out any kind of kind of money, or if America'd be willing to 
just get rid of him. Oh, I think he's going to go. He's he's he's. Uh, I think that uh, they, that they've kind of wasn't he the one uh, when when he first went to America. He's like, man, it takes me. You know, I used to be able to walk to practice in Torreon. Yeah. Yeah, and he, you know, he, here I live. I live two miles away. It takes me two hours. Yeah, he he. You know, the traffic, <laughs> the press, all that stuff. So it's it's taken him a while to, to make the adjustment. To, to make yeah. the adjustment, and and in my and in my perspective, yes, he's had a couple you know big games and stuff like that, but just too inconsistent, extremely inconsistent. You know, and it's like definitely I not as consistent as he was in Santos for sure. I, no, uh, or, Santos, or as explosive in Santos, he was. A, he was. I mean, I was like, beat. dude, I wish we could have a player like that. Yeah, and he was a beast. Got him. It's like, oh Jesus, what the hell? He just crapped out on me. Well, what you happened know? was that they really he, just, he, he was just a waited he, too he, long he, to move on him. He was, was a lemon. That's what he was. Because <laughs> when Cabañas, America's been getting them lemons, man. No, well, they they make, make, no, when he came from Hawaii, was out. They make lemonade, dude. They make lemons, dude. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, they, how are they going to win? How are they going to? And then you're saying, Ron, you're saying they need to get more Mexicans and stuff. They're going to be competing with Chivas for that, and Chivas is shelling out money for Mexicans and Americas. Not... Again, again, how many times do I have to? Money is no <laughs> object for Americas. Well, they're not doing it though. They're not. They're not. Spe- they're spending on on Darwin. They're spending on these guys that aren't doing anything that Ron wants to. <laughs> Get rid of. Well, I, I think now that that Piojo's in and, and Pelaez is out, um, both of those two changes, I think we'll see what what the what the long term plan is to, to how to build a team. Because clearly, under Pelaez, they were under the philosophy of, of of signing proven Liga MX players, as opposed to grabbing somebody from um, a relative unknown to the league. Yeah, but Chivas, Chivas you know, better. It, 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 it bothers me. It bothers me that Hugo Hugo Gonzalez right now is is playing a final, and he's not in America. There you go. You know, not that not. And you know, that's that, you know, that move that, that <clears throat> and, and that pissed me was, off. Was then. Mar- Mar- and that pissed me off then. You know, and it's like, hey, I, I, I felt you know, I have no, you know, nothing against Marchesin. Uh, Marchesin, he's done, he's done pretty well with America. But, yeah, he fr- frankly, uh, could, we could, he was the reason why that that uh, tie could have been like eight zero, and then that's just the reality. But we he didn't need, but, but we didn't need him. We could have had Moy for a little bit longer, or you know, or I would have been more content with you know, so, you know, Moy. Thanks, buddy. But yeah. I think Hugo's, Hugo's the future. Go back to Morelia. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. not the that's not the important thing, though, man. Goalkeepers. We talked about this before, but goalkeeper, they need a forward. They need a midfielder, attacking midfielder, something, someone who's going to change the whole game is going to be a leader. Like, uh, who's that Argentinian that they had that they let go? That Johnny, I agree with Johnny Rico with Benedetto. Benedetto, yeah, like Benedetto, a guy like that, or even better. They need a big signing. Tigres but, is, but hey, Benedetto, Benedetto was hot, dude, but then he just crapped out. Well, the thing that made America go was Sambuesa and. Without having, they uh, haven't been able to replace him. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they get rid of these good players, problematic players, and then they they don't bring anyone at that level. They bring like a goalkeeper. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, the Sambuesa was a great player, but you know, unfortunately, his his well, liability. I think what Beth was trying to say is that if money's no object, then why don't you replace the pieces that that you got yeah, rid of? Exactly. Like, where, where where's I mean, if money is no object, like no, what's, they did where's, not. Where's teach the logic that. in that? In the Johan Cruyff school of those, soccer man, the, bring, those days, bring it up, bring it up, cheekies, cheekies. Those days of you know of America just you know wanting to open the wallet, 
it's not going to happen anymore. They're, I mean, well, Tigres is doing it. Tigres is doing it. Monterrey is doing they're it. Gonna, they're going to they're doing it. They're doing it based on what the other teams are doing it. But they're, they're not just going to go overboard. They're not going to oh. go overboard. And and, and and it's been like that for uh, for a while. I mean, when when America or when Televisa owned, for example, you know, Necaxa and stuff like that, there was a time, especially in the nineties, when when even when Necaxa was not generating the income. You know, or, you know, Can you really be considered like the, the 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 team of all teams though? If if you're not if you're not going to bring in the the stars, well, the, and the, honestly, I mean, if uh, you don't have uh, a legitimate uh, star, how are you going to win the? How are you going to win a title? You don't really That's need a, a star. I mean, you don't really need a star. Star, you need a team. I think you need a star. I think you need a star and a and and, and a great team. But but like. I, I I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna find it difficult to find many teams that didn't have a star player, if not a couple. <laughs> when, was, like, when was the last time America won? Remember they had Cuauhtémoc, they had Clever Boas, they had yeah. uh, Navia. They God, had that was a beautiful team to watch, dude. Those those are those are players. Those are top players. What's that? Uh, well, those are was, top players. Who, but who was who was also coaching and, and you know and stuff like that, and who also built that team, you know? You know, but that just goes to the goes to my point. I mean, I think a team. I think you guys have a good team right now. I think America is a good team. That's why they 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 reached the semifinal. You, they they had holes, but they still went pretty far, and they had a a, a pretty good chance to to making it to the final. Still, their defense. Believe I like their defense, also, <clears> and I I would stay pretty much with their defense. Maybe just tweak it a little, uh, and stuff like that. But even even though they have a good defense. You know the offense starts with the defense, and there's a certain there's a couple holes from the transition from the defense going into the midfield, and that's one of the problems that I saw with America, and so, which is why I still wasn't convinced that they were going to win go all the way because sometimes they would get stuck going from the defense like going into the transition, and 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 not the transition, you know, you know when you're building the play, not necessarily you know because Piojo was actually pretty good with you know the counterattacks i'm not talking about that type of you know that 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 their style there i'm talking about you know building the team from the you know playing from the back from the keepers and stuff like that so there were a couple of things that i didn't like but overall i think they had a pretty good def- defense um ron what uh, what position do you see uh the kid ending up at because he's obviously you know he's, he's tried yeah no no the other one uh it's on uh yeah the machine Ah, uh, I'd well, like where do you think in, he's best? I, 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 I would put him in, in, in Villa's position, in, in the equivalent of Villa, def, uh, you know, defensive mid, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. Um, as far as the other kid, Lainez, I've seen him play on the left, and I've seen him play on the right. I like him more on the left. That's just my personal, t- you know, me. If uh, Edson, if Edson plays DM in the in the upcoming tournament, uh, the upcoming Clausura, then, then he'll easily make the World Cup team. And, and probably should start. And and I think if if, if he has a good season, and I think it's you guys aren't that, concerned at all at uh, um, the bit of a meltdown that he had. He's young. Uh, yeah, he's young. He's and he's good too. No, I think he's fantastic. Um, I mean, if it would have been. I, I, to be able to shine in such an awful, awful, awful tournament, I think speaks volumes well, to the players. Yeah, it's, it's why not he's, just he's, that. he's been. 
I mean, he, he's just, he's, he's a, 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 just a solid, I mean, I, I like the fact that he, uh, you know, he, he, he dribbles so well and he, and he, he has a nose for the goal, which is a great thing to have for, uh, you know, for a defensive mid because he can, you know, come out of nowhere and, uh, but 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 he defends really well. Obviously, defends really well too. And that's uh, something that impresses. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dan. But uh, yeah, he uh, he was absolutely the the lone bright spot in that awful uh, in that awful gold cup. So so uh, I got high hopes for him. High yeah. Hopes. <clears throat> so 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 Santos gets Darwin. America gets somebody. You know, just you know you know. Uh, uh, now, Ron, uh, does America have a a history of of welcoming a malcontent into in, into the fold, uh, and you know having a guy kind of having like a, a real resurgence like, like Sam Wessa has. Is, is that something that that has happened with America in the past, or is is, is that kind of just a, a fluky thing that that, that has that was, happened I, a few times? Uh, you, you know. My, Keep in mind, Cuauhtémoc was a very volatile player in the sense that you know the press press was was on him. Antonio Carlos Santos was also one of those players that you, you had to take the good and the bad. Right. Same thing with Cuauhtémoc Blanco. With Sambuesa, with Sambuesa, you know, I I did a. I remember I wrote an article when Cuauhtémoc Blanco got sent to, or when Cuauhtémoc Blanco was excluded from the from the national team. Uh, for the 2006 World Cup, and if my memory serves me, from the from '92 when he debuted as a professional player in the first division to 2006, he had only seen, if I recall, three three red cards. So for his for his, he, he wasn't an explosive like Sambuesa. Sambuesa would you know would get sent off for stupid things. Right. Well, Tomo Blanco, yeah, he would, he would, you know, talk with the refs and and stuff like that. But as far as like direct red red cards, if I recall, it was three or four. I I'm almost positive it was three. So it's like you you take the good with the bad. You take the, you take the good with the bad with you know Antonio Carlos Santos with Tomo Blanco. So I mean, America's no stranger to those type of players, you know that 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 have, you know, the the, the good and the bad. You know, that that. That they're kind of explosive, but Sambuesa, I don't think he was that type of player with like Guatemala well, or Antonio Santos Carlos, where, where they were, you know, carácter fuerte. You know what I mean? Right. Guatemala would, would do it in the right in the right time, like when 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 they already lost or when you know it wasn't an important game or something like that. Guatemala well, was an entertainer. Yeah, and and he helped like, that Honduran guy. He started the wheelbarrow riot when they were already out. <laughs> <laughs> the wheelbarrow. Uh, I love that. I love that. It's, but anyhow, but he he was. And I'm not saying that you you have to be smart of like you know what Cheeky's is saying. It's like you, you know when to do these type of things. And and yes, he was an entertainer. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think America needs that type of player right now. Okay, so I, I guess so they're not like the Raiders, where the Raiders, you know, had a team of malcontents and they all kind of, you know, figured it out and, and got along and 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 did well. So no. America's not like that. Okay, I was just—I mean, I, I was—I was just curious. You know, the, two, know. The, the two players, the two the two players that stick out, you know, in my mind, that were like that, 
in my, my memory is, is, is Antonio Carlos Santos and, and Cuauhtémoc Blanco. Those are t- the two guys that were just volatile and, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the officials would always, you know, be on them and stuff like that. Uh, and obviously Sambuesa, but Sambuesa, the way he would do it, it was like his, he would do it very, you know, really stupid, very juvenile. Uh, and honestly, I wouldn't want that type of player right now because if anything, American needs to clean up their, their act in terms of discipline, you know? Right. Well, they've, they've gotten a lot better. I mean, uh... yeah, they did. They did. They have. They kind of had fact, a little meltdown at the end of the game, but that's, I mean, you know. In fact, uh, uh, if memory serves me, I think uh, La Volpe cleaned it up. Yes, he did. La Volpe, he, La Volpe cleaned it up. And in fact, you know, uh, when, uh, when what's his name, Goltz got sent off in the finals and stuff like that, you know, the, the league came out, you know, like a week later. Oh, yeah, you know, we apologize. Goltz, Goltz, um was you know unjustly sent off because he remember he got sent off because he was trying to break up a little scuffle, right? That would have never happened with VAR. Just so you know, because part of the VAR is they can make make they can make those corrections. They, they the, the VAR can overrule uh, incorrect reds like that. Like so, dur- like in, in during the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so so the VAR could have saved America in two. In two in two yes, with the because uh, of this last one with the, with their their uh, I can't even call it a soft penalty. It was, it was just bad. It was it was it was it was it was it was it was, it was, it was just bad. It was not uh, the one with the Tigres right now. No, that's the uh, yeah the one yeah where where it hits the guy and 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 and, and it, it it just it what it was was the referee was in a bad position. And he saw the ball hit, and he said it didn't go out. He's like, the only way it didn't go out is because he hit the guy's hand, and his hand is up. So, so he did that. But you know, the 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 video replay would have fixed that, and, and they would have looked at it and said, no, no way, it was it was inadvertent. It's you know, it it, it it's a not it's not a penalty. And uh, but the ref didn't have a didn't have a good angle. So to me, that says don't call it. But you know, these guys. You know, are they a spirit of the law guy or a letter of the law? That was that was a letter of the law call, and uh, it sucks. You know, are they are they going to implement VAR after the World Cup? You know, yeah, but the uh, I think Liga Mekis is going to start in, in next year's Apertura. They're going to have it. Good. Yeah, I mean, t- to me, and I say it's about the like in, in football too. If you're going to have video replay, man, you cannot make it last longer than like thirty seconds. If you can't figure it out in thirty seconds, then you got to go with, with with whatever the referee called. But but I mean, you should be able to know instantly, instantly with 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 all the cameras that they have, especially like at a World Cup, when they have you know thirty cameras, uh, they should know instantly if uh, if uh, you know which way. So now, if there's like a huge fight and there's a big minute, well, that's going to take time anyway. So sort that out properly. But you know, for for a play like like the the the, the handball that happened. Uh, in the, in the game last week, I mean, Avada would look at that and go, "No, there's no way that's a handball. That's just, you know, we'll call it a corner kick or, or whatever it was." And you know, it is. There's no way that's a penalty. And uh, yeah, so, but but I totally understand why the referee called it the way he did because he had a terrible angle. So shame on the ref for calling what he thinks he saw instead of what he actually saw. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I've just been getting screwed over like that for the past couple of seasons. Ay, pobrecito with the screwing and the, and again. <laughs> <laughs>
we got the. Isn't there? Isn't there another flute? You know, I got I have, the flute. I got the Christmas you, flute. You have, the you have Christmas flute because I have Christmas flute too. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Does that guy make money off of this? I hope so because he has a Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> I think he makes three hundred dollars a month. <laughs> Making sad flute. You know what we need to do is we need to we need to find out who he is and have him on the show. I think he's in New Zealand, <laughs> so the time difference shouldn't be too rough. So I, 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 that that should be one of our uh, one of our, our our goals for 2018 is to have. Maybe he you know, and we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to come up with some cash to pay him too. I mean, there's, maybe, there's... maybe maybe he can, we can ask him to do the Liga MX anthem in session. <laughs> like if you're a patron. <laughs> I kind of like that you guys make you. But that's a great idea. <laughs> we need a, or at least the Champions League one too, man. Yeah, yeah, I saw the Champions League one. It was too no, good. No. Yeah, and then he, what is it the, with, with West Ham and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. No, that was good. That was class. That was really good. Yeah, but the guy played it too well. If he, if he would have played it, you know, off key like this guy does, it would been perfect. Hit the wrong notes. If you're so a patron, you, you can pledge for like a short uh, message, a short video message, or a personalized music video. He'll he'll create. Really? It. Um, but so we, 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 need, we need to commission. We need to commission this then. Yes, we need to commission the uh, the Liga MX anthem in sad flute. Oh, that is just that is too much. Oh my god! I, I found one where he, where he did silent. I wonder if I if I can dig it up. Where he does Silent Night is just so funny. I'm gonna tweet him. I found his Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, make sure. Yes, yes. Co- co- uh, copy him on the Cantina thing. Yeah. So we want to hi- say we want to hire you. <laughs> <laughs> he's in London. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, he's in London. That's what I, I thought he was in. I thought he was in New Zealand. So you, know, you, so you can't. We'll see. Are you sure you want to do this, Chickies? Because you know, what if you want? What if he wants to charge his royalty? You know. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, let's just ask him. Just ask him. So, you know, we should. We should charge... I'll just say we're fans of his. Uh... We're, just tell we're huge fans, <laughs> and we were, you know, we're inquiring about, uh, you know. Well, wait. Uh, what, what, kind of, what kind of tune would we want to have? Like that? Well, <laughs> the lead guy Mackie's anthem, of course. Yeah. How does that go? Oh, surely you've heard it. Yeah, yeah, league MX has an anthem. Uh-huh. It's almost like the Champions League. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually not bad. It's a, it's, 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 it's one that they always play at the beginning of every broadcast. Yeah, I, yeah when we shown in them, they play it all the time. Like when they're playing the Copa Mickeys and all that type of stuff. I thought, I oh. thought that was a Univision uh, exclusive. No, no, I know that they got it from. The no, Liga that is, that is the Imno the Liga Mech. That that is the leagues. Right. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that is that is the league's uh, anthem. Well, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, we're we're in desperate need of a, of a true jingle, and and that'd be dope. Oh, here it is. I have it labeled Sad Flute Christmas. God bless me for that. See? Good organization always helps. 
see what we have here. Let's see. Let's see. It starts off very, very, very somber. That's just, that's really good. I mean, you have to be very talented to play something that poorly. So, so, so congratulations to, uh, the, what's, what's the gentleman's name? Jiggies? Matt Mulhan, Mulholland. Matt Mulholland. Cause his, his video for the, the Titanic song is, is, is outstanding. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, the actual video. It's, it's really good. It's, uh, it, it's good stuff. Let's see. Check out his Twitter page. The, uh, his avatar is hilarious. <laughs> What's that? It's basically him. Uh, picture of him without a shirt on. <laughs> Maybe you could have that as our song, John, uh, uh, for the month. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, because it is. Uh, it is it's Christmas time, so you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. We should uh, we should start the show, and uh, with that for the for the rest of of the month. I will see you, gentlemen. Ronnie, taking off. Yep, yep. Are we going to do this uh, after the final for, on Sunday? Possibly, possibly. Uh, right. we'll, uh, hopefully, we'll. But before you go, Ron, who uh, who wins? Uh, I think Rayados. Rayados wins. So, so they're going to, so they're going to hoist the trophy in their in their in their brand new stadium for the first time instead of watching Tigres do it. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think they're going to win it. Right. Uh, it, it. It just seems. Like they're playing a little more hungrier, you know. Fair enough. So, Ron, we'll have to write Ron down for right. And Ron, uh, you'll have to give us your your World Cup uh, pairings next time you're on, because we we have, we have our 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 our, our gut uh, that I, that I've kept our our, our gut uh, World Cup predictions after after the draw, which we'll uh, so, we'll talk about. So, next did, time. Did, did everybody already uh, specify which two teams are advancing from the group stages? Oh yeah, yeah. They, we 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 did. The, everybody did the entire tournament. All right, so I'll make sure the, do that. Joel has Mexico winning the World Cup. If you can believe that. Joel Joel <laughs> finally admitted that, that, that he that he believes that that, that he believes in in Osorio, and uh, yeah, he went full. He went full Mexico. He went full. He drank the Jamaica flavored Kool Aid. Well, no, but seriously, I have your. Uh, so we'll, we'll 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 go over your picks in the, right. uh, uh, on the next show. Right, thanks we'll thanks for joining us, Ron. Later, guys. Later, man. That was. Uh, I, I'm sensing that that Ron is 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 within within a, another another painful loss of becoming a self loathing America fan only because and and I'm going to have to remember where he said this, but he said on this podcast, I was glad they lost. You know, only a self. I mean, we hear that from from Hoy and all that. Only a self-loathing fan says, I'm, "I'm I'm glad the team lost." So I think that Ron is is getting very close to becoming a, a self-loathing America fan. What it sounds like to me. He's got a little bit of work to go, but uh, yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's hard. He's, to... he's not he's not feeling the hate flow through him just yet. Uh, the the yeah. he's making transformation a, complete. Make a little bit of excuses, a little bit of snobbery going on today, but. He's getting close. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Bethel? I sense a little snobbery in John as well. 
en mi es capitalino. I'm a Chilango, thank you. And, no, you're uh, right. Uh, there was a little snobbery tonight. And I, I do sense some of that, some of that in you as well. That were you guys are a little dismissive toward what they're doing because yes, they've always had spent money, but they don't. They have you know, recently been getting it right. Now, now, I, I, I'm uh, for the record. For the record, I hedged. I hedged a little on Tigres, uh, and then I'm sure you know why. I mean, I, I understand and recognize that for the past six or seven years, they have been a very strong team and, and have the trophies and the hardware to prove it. They need to win a CONCACAF. I mean, they've, they've been in it too, too much not to win one. And, uh, but, yeah, there was, a, there, was a little, there was a little snobbery tonight. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, uh, Dan, because uh, uh, last week, uh, I don't know if you are on the show or not, but uh, I was talking about meeting uh, – my friend uh, uh, Jesus Mendoza, who is who is the uh, one of the analysts on the Cadena Deportiva Longhorns in Español, I met him. We watched. Uh, he had come up to to call the last Texas game, and I met him and his. Uh, I believe it is his 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 jefe uh, was traveling with him, and uh, we met. And his jefe is a, is a, is a is a grade A bona fide. You know, to the bone Tigres fan, just this this, this huge fan, a great, a really nice guy, and uh, and the, 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 you know they're both they both live in Monterrey, and they were talking about Acapulco because I was I was talking about you know I just been to Puerto Vallarta, never been there, it was fantastic, but you know just blah 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 blah. I said I usually spend a lot of time in Acapulco. That's that that's uh, we, if I was going to go to the a resort town in Mexico, that's usually uh, that's the one I'd been to the most. And uh, he said, you know, Acapulco, I don't really like it that much because because you know it's kind of you know people are. Snob, you know, which is cracks me up. So like, it has a lot of uh, a lot of chilango in it, and I said, "Well, no wonder I like it so much." So, so uh, yeah, it's. Uh, there's I've never been. Do you recommend? I recommend it at one point. I think that it's uh, it's 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 a city that needs to be seen, but I think it needs to get uh, it needs to get cleaned up a little bit before um, before you go, because it really is uh, uh, just a, it, it's a beautiful place. It's it's very oh, special. I was actually close to, to getting um tickets to a to a festival in, in in Mexico City. Really? Over at the racetrack, yeah. Um I was close and I was gonna try to uh, grab uh, some tickets for uh Cruz Azul. The the, the, the auto the, the car racetrack or the horse racetrack? What was that, John? The car racetrack or the horse racetrack? No, the car racetrack. Oh, okay. Wow! Yeah, it's a, it was a big, big festival, two-day festival. Um, is is Momo going to play? Were playing. Who is Momo going to be there? No. no, 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 no. What kind of drink did you have? Sounds like uh, I'm, Dan I'm, is, I'm uh, picking out. I'm picking out. Of course, the wife yeah. sent me a text message, and I couldn't say no. Are you in and out? No, I'm doing the Donald Trump special here, dude. I'm going. Uh, I'm going full on a uh, Big Mac. Are you at Shea Macdo? What's that? Oh, uh, Shea Macdo. That's uh, that's the fancy way of saying McDonald's. Didn't you know? No, 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 no. We're, we're... <laughs> you see, you've outdone me again, John. <clears throat> no, yeah, went out, went out for some late night munchies. You understand? Now, now, Chiki's, you you are somebody that has tasted both, uh, and there there is a large. Argument, and, and and maybe some of the folks on on the chat can uh, can chime in on this, but 
Um, Chica's, you've had the Whataburger and you've had the In-N-Out. And I'm guessing you can probably be as impartial as, as, as most because you're not necessarily from one or the other. So which one do you like better? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of either, really. I mean, I think I like the uh, In-N-Out because of the, uh, it's a little bit more healthier. But the patty sizes are really small at In-N-Out, so Whataburger wins it on there. But you can add as many patties as you'd like. Yeah, that's what I have to do. I have to get like a double or, or with cheese and stuff like that, and and then... But, I mean, uh, in high school, we used to compete as to how many we can take down, like how many, um, the, the record was a, a 12 by 12, 12 yeah, patties. Mighty Fine Burger in Austin beats everything, everything I've ever had. Oh, dude, Mighty Fine is, is... there used to be a place in Austin and uh, called, uh, and it's still there, actually. It's called Dirty Martins. It's on, it's on the drag, which is the, the Guadalupe, which is a street. It's a great name, by the way. Uh, what, Dirty Martins? Dirty anything, it, it it just makes for for a good name, I think. Well, the, the short name is Dirties, and it's been there since my grandmother used to go to Dirties when she was when she was going to school at UT. Uh, so back in the, back in the twenties, anyway. Uh, and and it was called it's Dirty Martin's Comeback Place. It's, have you ever been there, Chickies? No, I haven't. No, I'll look it up. it's on the corner of uh, of Guadalupe. The Drag is the main street that goes right in front of the of of, of campus and has a bunch of shops and stuff. It's called the Drag. It's a uh, you know, it's a, the, the the main street in a college, and uh, for years had the best burgers because the, the I mean the the guy would just they would have the meat they would order a burger he just you know grab it you know make the patty throw it on the grill they were they were outstanding they were delicious. The health department got us said oh no no you got you can't do that you got to pre make your patties so they had to freeze them and it just it just it totally ruined it it totally ruined it and uh, it it just it, it's really unfortunate, but. Uh, but I mean, I'm, there's no way that Mighty Fine even comes close to that. There's just no way. I mean, e- even a frozen patty by uh, Dirties is better than the, the Mighty Fine. Sorry, sorry, Chickies. I'll have to try to make a judge, but whenever I go to Mighty Fine, man, I just I'm in love with it. And another really good burger in town. Uh, see, another little, little little burger chat here is uh, the Crown and Anchor. Which is a bar, which probably you, you probably wouldn't know that. And there's also a Casino El Camino has an outstanding hamburger. But I tell you what, I was a huge fan uh, back back uh, when they were there was a lot of them around of, of, of the Fuddruckers hamburger. That was a good hamburger. Do they have those out in California, Dan? Fuddruckers? We do. There's a few here and there. That, but I agree, they're good. You kind of build your own burger, you know. Yeah, and uh, but they used to be. They used to be, at least when I was a kid, they had like the. the they had the butcher and the and the, bay, they had the the you know they 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 grind their own meat and they had the bakery where they 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 do their own buns. They had a little ice cream stand. It's not like that anymore. It's still pretty decent, but it but it's uh, again a place that, that was like a a place that as a kid, um, we used to go to the mall like at this this one particular mall that was a little kind of slightly farther away from where we lived, and I always gazed at it in wonder, like just wondering and wishing that I could ever, that I would be able to visit there one day. Cause my dad would refuse. He's like, I'm not spending that kind of money on a hamburger. So, uh, but when I finally went, man, I, I felt, I felt privileged. I felt privileged uh, that, that I finally was able to eat there. And I wasn't, I was, uh, I was pleased. I kind of like red Robin now that we're talking burgers. Well, see, I like Fuddrucker. On a slightly have, fancier scale. 
Yeah, like I like my yeah. burgers medium rare, and it's it's so hard to find a burger medium rare anywhere. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you should do it at Fuddruckers, man. It was delicious. Yeah, but Robin's not too bad. Is is not too bad uh, either. And of course, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention my my all time favorite uh, here in Austin, the Frisco, the Frisco Shop, the last of the remaining. Nighthawk restaurants, which uh, Cheekies, I know, I know you have no idea what I'm talking about, but this place was outstanding. It was a uh, had like four or five restaurants at, at its heyday uh, in, in town. Uh, I think up until the early to late, I guess early '80s, and the last one I think closed in the 2000s. But it was uh, just a great little steakhouse burger joint. That uh, and uh, the last remaining one is the Frisco on on Burnett, and uh, I highly recommend it. It's uh, it's an mm. outstanding burger. Another good burger joint, the Frisco. The Frisco right. Shop. I am noting this. <laughs> I uh, I go off menu when I go to the Frisco because they took my favorite item off, which is a chili burger. And every time I go, it's like, dude, why have you put the chili burger back on your menu? But they make it for me anyway. So it's a, and I've been going to that place since the seventies. It's 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 a great, yeah. It's very good. Well, gentlemen, we should probably wrap it up. Uh, that we've digressed into. Just curious, guys, before we, we, we hang out, I don't know, I guess we could talk about this afterwards, but uh, do you guys uh, do the Christmas lights at your homes? I personally do. Uh, I don't go crazy. I just do a row of lights on our sidewalk, and uh, we have those laser lights that I figured out. It looks so much cooler if you point it into the trees and onto your property. So I have two pointed into the... Yeah, I've been wanting to get some of those, too. I yeah. around to it. And and it looked really cool in the snow because the snow was 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 being reflected by the, oh the laser was being reflected by the snow so it looked like it was snowing little red and yellow little red and green dots everywhere tonight so I oh, thought cool. that was really cool. Yeah, I got some raptor on the tree. All right, good stuff. I got the Costco uh, icicles going. Yeah. And on average, I get about two or three people that come knock up on the door and ask us where we got them. Really? Oh yeah. They're Are they the ones that cool. shoot from uh from 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 top to bottom and it kind of like like, like trickle they down? They just have a just a bunch of different functions. Yeah, and uh, they go from like just like pure white to multicolored. It, they're they're cool. But the, the the cool addition for this year though is uh we added a train to the to the inside of the house. Wow. To go around the Christmas tree. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm getting to uh, yeah. relive and 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 enjoy uh, Christmas all over again. Man. That's awesome! Congratulations. Yeah, man, the Polar Express, man. Um, I, I have to admit, I'm having fun playing with it. Is uh, <clears throat> have you have you gotten to threaten threaten uh, the, the the call to Santa or the email to Santa? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Well, we already sent out the letter. Sent out the letter, uh, so yeah. he, he's good on that. What about the uh, the the way of curbing behavior? Is that uh... it's not working at all? Really? No, I think he's thinking that maybe um, he'll, Santa will catch him, just give him a break. Because uh, he has been he has been acting up a bit. He he he's a strong old boy. Well, how old is he? Like two, right? No, he's four now. You might, you might have to put the foot down and not call him up to the national team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not call him up for the World Cup. Yeah. 
Uh, so it sounds like uh, Ago, you got to go to America first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to up that behavior. Yeah, man. That's I'm awesome, learning. man. I'm, I'm glad you're, you're you're now. Have you did now? Are you are you at the point where you're like you're buying extra accessories for for, for your train or like like the little little towns that it can it can see? Ah, oh, man, it's like you're reading my mind, dude. We went to we have the coolest Christmas store here in town called Canterbury Gardens. And they have some uh, train set up there with, yeah, they, they got the, like a huge, huge village. I'll send you photos. I took a bunch of pictures. They're uh, That's pretty quite crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, man. Uh, but they're expensive, actually. Those little villages, I came to find out. They're like like $100 a pop. So I'll be yeah taking my time with that one or maybe trying to find a bootleg uh, brand, bootleg version of them. That's a little bit more uh, affordable because that's well, uh, an awful lot of money. One of the nice things about it being cold right now is uh, at least it doesn't happen. Well, one of them happen here very often. So that, that that's, that's nice thing. Number one is that, you know, we get cold snaps and then it warms up to normal winter for us, which is, you know, 60s, 70s, and then down into the forties at night. It's, I guess kind of the same for you, Dan. Yeah, so I, I, I like making fires because, uh, you know, I get to do it for, you know, two, you know, for, you know, six times. It, it, it's like going to a football game. It's like six times a year. So every time I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, like, so you, you got it cracking today, huh? It was, it was fair. It was, it was nice. And, um, what would the, one of the, the stores here has, uh, like they've, they've switched vendors, I guess, on the wood. So that's really nice, very dry wood that just catches very nicely. And, uh, so every time I go to the store now, I make sure to get a, get a, a little patchel of wood. Because it costs just as much as the stupid uh, logs, those uh, like the Duraflame logs, and those are no fun. All you just all you have to do is just you know light that with a lighter. You know, you know. Unfortunately, that that that's what I've succumbed to, because my my fire making abilities are so poor. I bought this one uh this one post of wood that's hollow on the inside and it's got a little lighter in the middle. Right. And it lights up the whole log. Um. Oh yeah, I've seen natural. That. Worked out pretty good. I don't know if my fireplace is big enough for that thing, though. That that, that that's why I haven't done it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I used that on the on the fire pit back in the backyard. Right. No, but I mean the H the H E B has this like this really nice dry wood, and it just it catches very easily. And it burns real hot, so you can use it. I mean, like the whole key to wood is like you have like the real hot burning wood, and then you put the, you know like the slower burning wood on top, so that you know you you, you hope to catch that. Sometimes you have to like just keep feeding that. But, uh, no, it's it, it's been great. It's been a, it's been most enjoyable having a, having fires again, which I you know I get to do again. Uh, you know, maybe in January because <laughs> I don't think it's going to be getting that much colder uh, as as often here. All right, gentlemen, before we wrap it up, this is just just scintillating uh, soccer talker as uh, as our uh, esteemed analyst would say. Let's get back to soccer. Exactly. So. There you have it. Uh, a little end wins, of the show, NSR. Yeah, who wins the uh, who wins the final, Dan? I'm going to stick with my original pick. I'm going to say Tigres. I liked what I saw today. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, uh, Tigres is a team that. Uh, I mean, it, it seems it seems like it could happen at any minute, and and then they got really close uh, tonight. The guy that really impressed me, and I, he didn't necessarily have like the greatest game, but. Uh, Javier Aquino is is a really good player, and 
I think he's a great League IMX player. We, what, what impresses me is, is that he has such great uh, – he, he, he possesses the ball very well. There are times when, yeah, he may not, you know, when he has like, you know, on the one-on-one stuff, and he, you know, he makes it when it doesn't necessarily work. But, but other than that, I think that he's just a, yeah, he's 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 all right. So and I thought again, they made they have, a bit a bit much of the the penalty kick, didn't you? Uh, well, uh, I think it was a penalty, but. Uh, well, no, I mean, as far as the way he took it, the way uh, Valencia took it, I'm like, you know what? It, it went in. Who cares? Oh, they're calling him irresponsible. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, he, he got it. He, he got the goal. Yeah, that's, that's all that matters. That's that's that, was... that was a great, great, uh, ballsy uh, attempt. Like, I don't care how you take it, man. Just as long as it goes in, then you did it right. It was risky, but yeah. Well, I mean, that's what, what uh, I think. Uh, I think Mon- I, I think Monterrey is just a better team overall, so I think they're going to win it. Especially, I believe Ugayala got red carded, so that is definitely uh, going to the two red cards. That was certainly the one that's going to hurt. But you know what? They got that guy Mesa, and you know, if, if that means that Tuca plays a little more defensively, then that's what he'll do. I mean, it's not like. I was worried. I was worried at the beginning of the second half where uh, Monterrey was attacking and Tigres just their outlet passes between the defense and the uh, midfield were were horrible. They they couldn't connect for a little while there, and uh, eventually they did. But Monterrey was looking dangerous. So at home, I think uh, something's going to go in. Even though Tigres had a had a post, they hit the post. Gignac hit the post at one time, and they got really close to scoring. But I think Monterrey is going to going to take it in the end. All right. So you said Rayados uh, dances Tigres. Didn't hear from Joel before he uh, uncer- unceremoniously dropped off. And uh, who did who did Ron say? Did he say Tigres too? I think he said no. Right. He said he said Rayados. Did he? All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see what uh, what happened. Hopefully, well, we'll see if we can get a show going uh, a- a- after the game. Should be a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the show. So it was a uh, very entertaining show, as as they always are here in the Cantina Mekis uh, podcast. And uh, hopefully, we'll be able to uh, talk to our, one of our uh, one of our favorite folks here, uh, the gentleman. Uh, was it Matt Mulholland? Is that right? Correct. He's given us so much love over the years with uh, with our wonderful uh, sad flute. This is because uh, it is Christmas time. I have to play the the sad flute Christmas. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, get in contact with him. And uh, someone is going to have to hear the sad flute uh, after after Sunday night. And uh, we'll we'll talk about that uh, with you guys. On our next show, and, uh, we'll let you know if we're going to do one on Sunday night or not. So please uh, we'll, uh, be on the lookout for that. Chicky, thanks very much for joining us. All right. Thank you. Have a good evening. Dan, as always, a pleasure. Enjoy your train. Thank you. And uh, my name is John Jagu. We want to thank uh, Joel Aceves for joining us, as well as Ron De Luna, uh, Joel in California, Ron in Philadelphia. And we want to thank you for joining us. And you can listen to us live on YouTube every Thursday night. And of course, on uh, iTunes and Google Play. My name is John Jagoop. 
We'll talk to you guys next week.